from the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat, the New York hospitality, all Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Radio Night Live. So good to have you with us. Uh, and when I say us, I mean Kevin McCullough, yours truly. And that lady right there, Linda Perillo. Hello, Lady Linda. How are you? Hey, Kev. How are you? I'm always looking forward to getting the week started with you because I know we're going to like in the uh, in the misery of the cold that is the upper northeast. We're going to we're going to imagine ourselves in other places over the next hour. So that's always kind of the fun part uh, to me. And there's you know, we're getting to the end of the year where people are starting to compile their listicles. You know what a listicle is, right? It's all the all the reasons one thing is the best or all the 10 things of this that make that and okay. so forth. And this week, a couple of listicles were, were published. The most peaceful countries on the planet to live in and the most expensive ones. Since we, since we have a world that's a little bit at war in a couple of places, let's talk about the peaceful ones first. Uh, well, listen, I mean, you, spoiler alert, you probably read the piece that I sent you, but... Did you did you imagine any of these would, would have made the list? They only really talk about three. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it, they're a little surprising. Uh, yeah, because they're very understated. They're understated countries, and they're they. I'm surprised Switzerland, because Switzerland's neutral, right? Why Switzerland didn't make it in there? But uh, Iceland. You know what? I I have a theory on the Switzerland thing. Switzerland requires all residents to own a firearm. And I think that oh, in the progressive, woke CNN editorial world, they're like, well, we can't ever say a country that requires its citizens to own firearms can be peaceful. Even if it's the most peaceful <laughs> nation on the planet, they have almost no crime in Switzerland. But anyway, I, that's that's my take on it. I could be wrong, but that's that's my hunch. Um, you, OK, you're right. So, you know, the liberal world didn't like that. OK, um, so Denmark Interesting, right? Denmark and well, Ireland and and, and I kind of listen. I haven't been to Iceland. I haven't been to Denmark, and I should have gone to Iceland years ago because I know Reykjavik is beautiful. And at the time, Iceland Air was offering a fam trips to agents, and I and I know it's beautiful. Um, but you know, historically, right? If you go back, there's a reason why Iceland is Iceland and Greenland is Greenland. It was to confuse invaders. <laughs> well, Iceland is actually more beautiful than Greenland, and Greenland is actually like a not a nice. It's not very well inhabited either. Right. But Iceland it's just mostly frozen all year. Is what? Yeah. But and Iceland is beautiful. I mean, the landscape is beautiful. I think the people are very peaceful. Probably because they listen. They don't have a lot going on. I don't think their lives are very complicated. When you walk around in snowshoes, ninety percent of your life, you can't get anywhere very quickly or do anything very quickly. <laughs> So the pace of life tends to slow down. Denmark, I kind of get it. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're peaceful people. Ireland, I gotta give it to them. I've been to Ireland. They're, they're so sweet and so kind. And I believe that they are a peaceful bunch because they well, are. It is interesting that Ireland made the list. I'll get into that for a second. But the Denmark thing, I kind of understand. Because my bride is half Italian and half Danish. Danish, yeah. And she is the most chill. Yeah. Nothing bothers her person almost all the time until she's not. And then the, and then the Italian kicks in. And when you, you can see it. You <laughs> can literally see it. the light flip no, switch because flip. she goes yeah. from being Danish to to, uh, to <laughs> Italian in a, in a split second. And the, the Italian comes out. And then, you know, when... when the volcano has finished, then the, then back to, Dan uh, to Denmark again. And her, so her dad is Danish, her mom was Italian, and they very, you know, he, he was 
he's probably one of the most chill guys that, you know, you can spend time with. And I think if, if you have a whole country of people like that, it's probably just a very, you know, low-key existence. For sure. But, I mean, if you noticed, Iceland, Denmark, and Ireland are kind of cold. Yep. Um, Nobody makes trouble in the cold. <laughs> no. And I think it's because they're, are, listen, right? Logistically, are they indoors a lot? Nobody goes out. Nobody parties in the street. Like, maybe... That's part of the reason. A lot of people, there are homebodies. They keep to themselves. They stay inside. They light a fire, and they say, come over if you want to come over. And then they drink. They all <laughs> drink because there's nothing else to do. So, you know, listen, that would be a really nice life, too, Kat. <laughs> well, if you're looking for peaceful places to live, and Ireland does strike me as a little bit um, odd on this list because, well, the Ir- we're, we're known for our temper as, as Irish. And there's, so there's a little bit, and you know, you've got the red gingers and so everybody's like, you know, the, the, they just associate the red with the, with the, um, highly animated and, and, and Ireland all being together. But then you also had the civil war that lasted, you know, a really long time. And it was like, I don't know, Ireland, it, there's more question marks there to me in terms of like real peacefulness, but Iceland, Denmark, I can totally get it. And again, um, w- Who's going to make trouble in, you know, 32 degree weather when right, that's, that's the summertime? Does it bother, right? And that's <laughs> obvious, you know, who wants to go out in that and be like, nah, I hate yeah. my But wait a minute, I don't even know who my neighbor is. I can't hate him because I Yeah, I'm going to just go back inside and get some more cider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At that time. It's really good this time of year. Yeah, that's so it. So what about, so that's the that's the, the most peaceful places. What about the most expensive places? And I'm, I'm curious um, if these are um, places that people want to go or is it just, you know. Um, it was based on uh, the worldwide cost of living index that was published by the Economist Intelligence Unit, the EIU. Yeah. And the average cost of living rose by 7.4% this year. Groceries, uh, the fastest. So according to this slightly lower than, uh, what is it, 8.1% jump in the survey that was produced in 2022, the numbers remain significantly higher than historic trends. Now listen, I failed economic. No, I didn't fail anything in college. Just wasn't my thing. So I understand this. <laughs> So I'd rather have somebody just read me the list of where it's the most expensive to go shopping and live. And let's see, what made the number one um, most expensive cities? Number one on the list, uh, with, which was a tie, was actually Singapore. And they always come in expensive. I don't know why, but they do. Well, have you ever been there? I mean, I haven't, but I've known people that have been. And it's just such a spectacular beautiful, pristine, like perfect place. It is. And um so is Zurich. Zurich came in as well. Yeah. Next door. And um, you know, Zurich, listen, anything in Switzerland tends to be really expensive. That's just the way it goes. They're always an expensive country and historically that's where they remain. Well, it was interesting. In my little jaunt to northern Italy, we did we did do one little brief stopover in um, Switzerland, going from I think it was we were coming from Lake Como back to Lake Maggiore for the for the evening. But we we stopped in um, what was it, the name of the town? I can't remember now. But anyway, it was beautiful and everything. Yeah, it was Lugano, and everything was pristine. Everything, there wasn't a speck of trash on us on the street to be found yeah. anywhere. Like you could not, you could eat lunch off the sidewalk. That's it was right. That, it was that's Switzerland. I mean, listen, that's the way Switzerland is. That's the profile of Switzerland. They are extremely hygienic people. However, what happens? Precise and organized, and right. they make good clocks. Right, and that's about it because they are not a very warm and welcoming group. I'm sorry, they're just yeah, not. No, they're not. They're nothing like the Italians that are just oh, a few, please. few miles away. You know, I remember being in stores in Switzerland. They're like, don't touch that. Don't touch. What are you doing? And you're like, you know what? I'm going shopping in Italy. It's an hour away. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know what the big trend in northern Italy now is? And I didn't know this till we were over there, but... um to commute from northern Italy, people like to live in northern Italy, go work in Switzerland, and then come back home, uh, in, you know, and live in, in Italy. Yeah. So there's there's a huge commute 
like traffic jam going yeah. into Switzerland every morning from the northern portion of Italy. All right. She's Linda. I'm Kevin. We've got a lot more to talk about, including a little bit later on why a very knowledgeable person says don't ever drink coffee in a certain place. Calling all patriots. Are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me on the Patriots Alaska cruise in June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping the world today. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other patriots on an epic seven-day journey. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join us from June 29th to July 6, 2024. Book online, patriotsalaskacruise.com. Dumbass, the new movie by Dinesh D'Souza, Police State. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech! Niger Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Are we becoming a police state? The government is trying to crush the conservative movement, our society, and our freedoms. They define you as radical. How did we give the state this kind of power? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police State, buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 353-2973 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. If you go to uh, relieffactor.com, you'll read testimony, and I believe those because I've met people. I told you the guy told me at a speech he threw away his cane after taking Relief Factor. You have back pain, neck pain, leg pain, any muscle or joint. Please try this for $19.95. There is no solid argument against trying it. If 1995 right now is a little tough for you, skip lunch. Life is always a trade-off. And who who wouldn't go without pain if it meant, let's say, missing lunch or breakfast, which I miss anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm... I'm a big fan of this product. Give it a try for three weeks. Doesn't work in three weeks. Cancel your order. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Dennis Prager Show. The issue was not, do we allow this person, if this person now looks like and acts like and takes a female name, it's none of our business. Fine, do what you want a matter of shall we protect girls in female sports if this is okay with you then why do we have girls teams the dennis prager show weekdays at one right before sebastian gorka at three on am 970 the answer our hosts tell them like it is no safe spaces here am 970 the answer of all the boys boys and now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, we're back. It's uh, Travel Tuesday, uh, Radio Night Live. Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Linda Perillo, also uh, with us, uh, otherwise known as the superstar. Anywhere you go in Italy and you just drop the name Perillo, they're like, oh, you know you know the Perillos. Oh, yes. Oh, lucky you, Kevin. Oh, yeah. I feel well, sorry. and and whether they know you or Steve, what they do know is your father. And because oh, always Mario Perillo, man, you, you drop that name, it's really big time. Yeah. All right. So one of the things we kept running into, and that we loved when we were there, 
Mm-hmm. And you had kind of warned me ahead of time because we were just on the edge, like it was just the first part of November, and so the 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 just the beginnings of the Christmas decorations and those types of things yeah. were beginning to be put up as we went to places like Stressa and Baronia and Venice. And uh the day that we left Venice actually, our our last full day in um in Italy, uh they had put up the Christmas tree in San Marcos Square. Oh, and, beautiful. Well they put it up the day before. The day we left, they they lit it. They lit it. And we didn't stay that night to get to see it lit at night, but we that we would have loved to have done that. If they we wish they could have lit it one night earlier because we would have gotten a great picture in front of it. But anyway, one of the things we loved was when we pulled into Veronia, they were setting up in, in Dante's Square, the square named after the father of the Italian language, mm-hmm. they were setting up their Christmas market. And they weren't open for business, but they were, they had assembled all the little cabins and all the little peddlers were putting their stuff out there and you could tell they were getting ready for a really fun yeah. Christmas season. And this is kind of more the typical experience in Italy rather than the big Light displays and all that stuff. Didn't I tell you that? Yeah, I told you, right? They they stay very traditional. They celebrate the holiday in a lot less commercial manner than we do in the United States. You know, you don't see a ton of commercials for toys and this and that and and freebies and blah, 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 like we get here. Um, And it's definitely a much more elegant, much more. And I have to say this, Europe as a whole does much more of a focus on the meaning of Christmas and why Christmas is Christmas. It's about the birth of Christ. Right. So we see a lot more creches, a lot more of nativity kind of stuff, and a lot more traditional, whereas the United States is more of a hodgepodge, I feel. It's anyway. Frosty and Rudolph country. And yeah, and, and that's that drives me Europe. nuts. That's not Europe at yeah. all. Definitely not Italy. You don't see any of that in Italy. So... You know, it's good. There was this one kind of odd-looking snowman that they had put up in the town square in Stressa, but it wasn't white. It was like silver. Mm. And then, and it was huge. It was like as tall as the whole facade on the bank building. But they, but they had it up, and I'm assuming it was related to the holiday celebration, but it was the only frosty I saw in the No, that's what I mean. Like, you don't see that kind of stuff there. And even too, their gift giving is different. They, you know, another thing too, and we didn't even get to this list yet. Uh, they celebrate the Eve. Christmas Eve is more of the, of the festivity really for all your Europeans, not just the Italians. That's our big thing. It's Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is, again, a focus on mass. You go to church. You go to church. So La Vigilia, which means the watching or the waiting, is what we, is Christmas Eve. Right? Does that kind of make sense to you? And that's when we celebrate. And actually, in tradition, you give your gifts on Christmas Eve as well. And your kids are up until two, three o'clock in the morning, but nobody seems to really care because they don't get up on Christmas Day like the American children do. Right, right, right. Well, it's a very different celebration. But anyway, we we fell in love with the Christmas markets, and there were several in several of the towns we were in. But um, CNN has compiled a list of where some of the best ones are. Yes, so we have the first place, Kevin, and I'm sure you have frequented this one. It is the Wiener Christkindl Market in Austria. And they have, I would love this. I want to go just for the reindeer rides. And Patrick couldn't shoot the reindeer. That's what would be so easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, can't. You got to pet this one. Um, also, uh, the bathroom. He's just thinking of all the good stew that that guy could make. Stop. And he does. I have to tell you, he uses <laughs> all the meat. He does, for sure. Uh, the Basel Christmas Market in Switzerland, which I'm sure is probably... Adorable. Now, if you see the pictures online, it's almost akin to what they have around a Rockefeller Center. You know that right? Right. Those little. In fact, in another week or so, in another week or so, we're going to take the kids in on a Saturday or Sunday Mm -hmm. afternoon, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to go to the Christmas markets and just kind of meander and get food, whatever. But and in in Lugano, they were starting to set up their little cabins, which yeah. looked distinctively different, I might add, than the Italian ones did. Mm-hmm. Like, wherever you went in Italy, all of the little Christmas market little, you know, cubbies, they all kind of looked the same in each yeah. city. In Switzerland, they looked a little different. And, you know, you could kind of tell that they were, you know, obviously not Italian because you weren't in Italy. But but anyway, yeah, so, I, and the, the Basel Christmas market, 
the little shops look like the ones we saw in in Lugano, which was good. Yeah. Which is nice, you know, they're all, again, and they, and they pay homage to all their artisans and all the native works that are indigenous just to those countries. Yeah. I love, I mean, you could probably bring home a $5 ornament from the Strasbourg Christmas market in France, and it could be the most beautiful ornament you have in your home. Well, you we know? did bring one home from the, um, the, uh, glass maker in Venice. What's the famous, um, Blown glass in, in Murano, Murano. Yeah, Murano. We we got a we got a Murano, um, red one with gold little chips mm-hmm. flakes on it. And what they told us, I did not know this, is that um, they can only they have to use metals to get the colors for the glass. Mm-hmm. So depending yeah. on what metal they use, it can make the the sapphire or the emerald right. or whatever color yeah. that they're looking for. The only metal that will make red is gold. So if you that makes sense, right? Mono, red, gold uh, ornament. There's gold in the glass, and then there was some sprinkle of gold on top of it as well. And mm-hmm. we we like to buy ornaments from all over the world and bring them and put That's them. Great. I like our Christmas tree looks like a, a world traveled kind of mm-hmm. crazy place. Um, but it's because we have unique ornaments from everywhere that we've been to, and kind of add one a year, you know, from uh-huh. different places, and it, it it takes on its own kind of specialness. Which is great. And that, like I said, it's something so different that you wouldn't get here in, in the United right. States. And the markets are cool because, like, you were talking about the artisan mm-hmm. products. Like, it's scarves, it's gloves, yeah, it's, it's things that are handmade. Um, I bought a pair of leather gloves with fur lining, and they're, they're wonderful. Fabulous, I love right? them. Aren't they great? Um, and they were like $20 at the at the Christmas market, yep. and they're really beautiful, you know, pieces, work, works of art. So, Well, I always say that. You bring something home from Italy, and people go, oh, my God, where'd you get that? And I'm like, little do you know, this cost me freaking $10. The exactly. Right? The like most beautiful thing someone ever saw. Listen, I'd like to do the Brussels Winter Wonders in Belgium. because Oh, I bet that would be fun. And they're making cotton candy. Which I thought was very American, but maybe there is a a, a, a a candy origin that goes back to Belgium, right? That's very likely, yes. So they had beer and waffles and over 200 uh, artisans, which I thought was so cool. And then there's the old town square in, okay, am I going to say this right? Wenceslas. Square Christmas markets in Prague, Czech right. Republic. Now, where is Wenceslas? Is it the same place? You know, you know, what does it say? What does it say? Good well, Wenceslas was, um, it, it, it's referenced in a carol, right? Good right? King Wenceslas, yeah. Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen. That's what it was. That's it. It's December 26th because it's my brother's feast day and I have to remember. All well, right. that's just a sampling of Move some on. of the markets that are out there. We'll get on to some other things coming up next. Uh, she's Linda. I'm Kevin. It's Travel Tuesday. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting the Senate in a single stroke has approved about 425 military promotions after Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama ended a month-long blockade of nominations over a Pentagon abortion policy. Tuberville had been under pressure from members of both sides of the political aisle to end his holds as senators complained about the toll it was taking on service members and their families and on military readiness. Israel says its troops have entered Gaza's second largest city as intensified bombardments and streams of ambulances and cars racing to hospitals with wounded and dead Palestinians. The military says its forces are in the heart of Khan Yunus, which has emerged as the first target in the expanded ground offensive into southern Gaza. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 79 points. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota. Who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. War has played a key role in the history of the United States, from the nation's founding right down to the present. 
Wars made the United States independent, kept it together, increased its size, and established it as a global superpower. Hi, I'm James Early, host of the Key Battles of American History podcast. In each episode, I discuss American history through the lens of the most important battles of America's wars. To start listening now, go to ParthenonPodcast.com or search Key Battles of American History on your favorite podcasting platform. Calling all patriots, join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855-565-5519 or visit PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour, weeknights at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Unity Bank is dedicated to community-oriented banking and offers a full range of services, including business and personal accounts, business loans, and mortgages. Unity has locations throughout New Jersey and in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, expanding its footprint to 21 retail locations. If you're a small business owner, you know how frustrating it is to be a nobody at the big banks. You should be banking at a community bank like Unity. You can have a personal relationship with the president and CEO, my good friend Jim Hughes. Jim asks that you call him directly at 908-713-4306. 908-713-4306. Or send an email to james.hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S, at unitybank.com, and Jim will get right back to you. You can't get this type of service at the big banks. Visit unitybank.com. FDIC insured equal opportunity employer and equal housing lender. Unity Bank, growing with you. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Welcome back. It's Travel Tuesday. She's Linda Perillo. I'm Kevin McCullough. And we uh, love to, to delve into the big travel news stories of the week. And, Linda, I could not help but think when uh, I saw this next headline about ghostly underwater figures, you know, a lot of people don't like to think about ghosts being associated with Christmas time. We usually associate that with Halloween or whatever. But in the in the Christmas Carol, you know, uh, by Dickens, obviously the ghosts play a very uh, big, uh, important role. And in the Caribbean, somebody's taken to putting ghosts underwater. What are we talking about? Okay, and his name is, uh, he's a British sculptor and ecologist, Jason DeClaire Taylor. And in 2006, he started these sculptures in the Molinaire Bay Underwater Sculpture Park, which is in Grenada. Um, and it's now one of the Caribbean's most popular underwater attractions. Now, I can't even describe, because you have to look at the piece to see these pictures. <coughs> these sculptures are amazing. They're very, very amazing. Um, my question is, and they, they're like 31, well, he says, the captivating installation recently expanded significantly with 31 new sculptures added. So I don't know how many he's had in there since 2006. But they are, you have to look this thing up online. Um, they're pretty, they're amazing. Now, I have two questions. One is, I think of that, the, the, the submarine that went under to see the Titanic, like to go and look at these sculptures. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be caught dead <laughs> nope. to look at these things. I don't care how amazing they are. And the pictures are amazing. The other part is 
I'm assuming that he makes them and then they bring them underwater. So he was commissioned by the uh, by the Grenadian Ministry of Implementation, Implementation and Tourism, and it aims to showcase uh, Grenada's culture and their history. And they, it's called the Carnival, and um, it's really pretty, pretty, pretty amazing if you if you look at these things. Um, what they're saying is that there was a lot of inhabitants that are not sculptures. They are animals and they are sea life. So many of them are making their homes in the base of the sculptures. Like they are. And if you look at some of the, uh, so carnival keeping with that idea, it's, it's like the, the, the Mardi Gras of South America, right? right? So carnival. And so these, these people are in very decorative kind of, uh, costumes, et cetera. But what's happened since they've been down there is you've had coral and uh, other types of reef materials and, uh, Barnacles and other things that are like attaching themselves to these, uh, sculptures and they're uh, actually quite colorful. Look a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's crabs that have made their homes in the base. Yep. There's an octopus that has made its home in a base and they said it's really lovely to see this octopus living inside this creation. We love Hank. Hank's our, Hank's our favorite. Hank? At least in the McCullough house. <laughs> You have an octopus? No, well, no, Hank was in Finding Dory, and he was the oh, octopus that drove the van. Okay, but okay. yeah, my, my 11 year old would have one if it was, if it was conceivable to domesticate an octopus, he would, he would do it in like a heartbeat. They're actually very bright creatures. Oh, yes. They can un, if you put them in a jar, they can unscrew the lid from the inside. Yep. They're, get out. I mean, that's why I don't like when people eat octopus. I can't, I can't do it. I think they're very bright and I feel bad. Oh. Um, well then I won't tell you about all the pulpo I no, ate. Why would I know? And the I'm grilled sure. pulpa is so good, too, man. And every time we would have it, I'd send Jonathan a little uh, text uh, message and say, hey, look, I'm having Hank for dinner. And what's interesting is he wants one as a pet, but he's perfectly fine eating a grilled one if it's ta if it's tasty. He likes he likes the flavor of octopus. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. A lot of people do. Anyway. But I'll let it go. I won't, I won't torture you with that. <laughs> so I think it's a really amazing place. Um, if you have the gumption, like I said, to go underwater and go look. And I was trying. I don't know if you saw it anywhere, how people get down there to look. No, there's no, there's nothing in the story about how to do that. But, no. and I would, I would think that if you're someone who likes deep sea diving and that sort of thing, this is probably a wondrous okay destination right. for you yeah. because you're going to find all kinds of things down there. They've got not just the carnival, uh, display, but they've got like older ones that are like, fruit on a table and there's another one that's like common man at a desk and he's sitting there with a typewriter and kind yeah. of you know it's so it's not it's not just the the, the carnival style uh, sculptures down there but all of them are being inhabited by these little critters because uh, you can see the well especially the, the coral and and we have to remind people that you, we forget coral is alive yep it's alive Organism and it, it's it's an animal crawling all over the, these statues as well as the sea life, the octopus and the little crabs that live yeah. below. <laughs> all right, well that's a look at if you want to go deep sea diving in the Caribbean for your holidays, you can get some. You can see these oh, yeah. very exciting things. <laughs> when we come back, the world's biggest ship and the world's biggest plane. Stay here. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code JOEP. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code JOEP to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets.
This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I received every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at Dennis Prager. The Joe Piscopo Show, mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Dennis Prager Show. The issue was not, do we allow this person, if this person now looks like and acts like and takes a female name, which is none of our business, fine, do what you want. It is a matter of, shall we protect girls in female sports. If this is okay with you, then why do we have girls teams? The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. For the first time ever, the movie Sound of Freedom is available now on DVD. You know we can't go off rescuing kids in Colombia. What if this was your daughter? Sound of Freedom stars Jim Caviezel, star of The Passion of the Christ, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Sound of Freedom, available now on DVD. Quantities are limited. Don't wait. Buy it today and get the exclusive offer for our listeners at soundoffreedomnow.com. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom makes the perfect gift. Share this extraordinary true story with your friends and family. Get your copy of this powerful movie today. Sound of Freedom is available now on DVD. Go to soundoffreedomnow.com. That's soundoffreedomnow.com. Buy the DVD of this incredible film now. Online at soundoffreedomnow.com. That's soundoffreedomnow.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, Welcome back. Happy Tuesday night to you, the Travel Tuesday edition. Anyway, we're talking about uh, unique travel uh, items, and the world's largest cruise ship, uh, which I you'd have to make a pretty big one to be the world's largest because I see them when I drive down the West Side Highway, uh, Linda. They're just enormous. And none of the ones that come in here are even close to the size of, of this thing. But uh, Royal Caribbean took over ownership of the world's biggest cruise ship. Tell us about it. So this new cruise ship, and I love Royal. I do. I think Royal has... You're a big cruise fan, yeah. right? We haven't been in years, and Pat and I have discussed this because the kids would love it, but he's got ants in his pants. So <laughs> not the best vacation for somebody with ants in their pants. He likes to get out. He's got to get out. And I think he probably feel a little claustrophobic maybe, but gotcha. I'm going to do it. I love cruising because why? Pay one price. Everything's all included. Activities all included. And now these ships and this icon of the seas, which is being launched by um, Royal Caribbean. They're amazing. Um, it's going to be the world's biggest cruise ship. Uh, it's in the hands of its new owner, which is Royal Caribbean, and it's a 1,198 feet, 20 decks, and 200, 250,800 ton. Wow. Monster. You wonder how something like that can float. <laughs> right, don't you? <laughs> it weighs 250,000 tons. You'd be like, how can that stay on top of the water? <laughs> I know. And, you know, the interesting part is it was built in Finland. So, I mean, they have to, you know, when you're building in Finland, I would think that you have to combat a lot of nasty, icy weather and icy yeah. waters. I mean, who the heck wants well, I think to parts of Finland are actually man-made islands that they that they built. Uh, so I think that, that 
I think that they're very expert when it comes to the water, at least. Okay, well, they were at the Meyer Turku, wherever Turku, Finland is. We can look that up. But its inaugural um, voyage is set to depart from Miami, of course, sunny Miami, right? January 27th, 2024, which is coming up. So that's going to be a big deal. And it took 900 days to build. So I figured that out. That was a little over uh, two, about two and a half years. Uh, 7,600 guests. Imagine waiting on that buffet line. You're not getting. Well, you have to have, come on. <laughs> I mean, you've cruised a lot more than I have, but if you have that many, you've got to have what? 30 restaurants? Oh my God. Board? I like to read what it's going to do. And 2,350 crew members. Now listen, I'll be honest with you. If anybody's young out there looking for a job when you want to see the world and you're willing to work, this is the job. Cruising is fabulous for that. Okay. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, so that's nearly 10,000 people, which is the population of a small town, all hoarded on this one vessel. Very that's large so boat. Big, they don't even <laughs> bump into each other. It's crazy. Um, so um, it's going to have, are you ready for this? Eight different neighborhoods. Well, I don't even know what that. I don't even get to eight different neighborhoods in my like in my town. I mean, I right, 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 right. So among these is Thrill Island. I would not be there, um, which will feature Category Six, which will be the world's largest water park at sea. See you, kids. We're going to have a couple of drinks and dinner. That's it. Call me have when fun you with done. your water surfing. <laughs> Let me know if you get a little seasick, just find me. I'll give you some drama. Me, you and you can do that, that because uh, th while they're doing the world's largest water park, there are 40 bars and dining options on board. 40. Well, you said uh, my guess was low. I said 30. They ended up being 40. 40. But listen to this, and this is something you will never see Linda doing. Neighborhood <laughs> also has a ropes course, or a thrill. they consider it a thrill ride. I don't consider it a thrill ride. I consider it a danger zone. That let's guess, are you ready, Kev? Swing 154 feet above the ocean. No, no. No, thank you ever. No, no. Nope. I'll take the flow rider. Get it? Flow rider. Ah. <laughs> a wave simulator. And the wave sim, which is a wave simulator, and the mini golf course. Yeah, I would do a lot of mini golf. I, that would be fun. And there's an adults only zone, which is a chill, which is part of Chill Island. And, um, you know, then there's the Aqua Dome, 55 foot tall water curtain and the Aqua Theater, robots, skateboarders, divers and more. I mean, this thing is unbelievable. It's, it's the, it's like the next level the technology for cruising. And it's, it, you know, it's an enormous, like they couldn't even fit the picture in like a normal sized frame. They, they had no, to like no. do a way wide, wide, wide shot to get the whole thing. Well, they in. do have a commercial. Have you seen the commercial yet? I don't know that I have. Yeah, the commercial's out there. Um, it's very, it, I mean, it's massive. They had 28 different styles of cabins and suites, including the, the three, you ready? This is what we would need. The three level ultimate family townhouse. I mean, that's somebody's primary residence somewhere and it's on a ship like i don't know how they're doing that well and i, I wonder what that suite runs for the for the cruise oh, who the, i'd love it. to find out yeah and that's crazy that it, it's got to be it, it up i gotta tell you if you include everything and you include drinks and you include, probably upwards of twenty thousand dollars i'm sure for the, for the cruise in the, in the townhouse without a doubt yeah. you know, unless they're running some kind of special what kind of special is it going to bring it down to $16,000? <laughs> oh, that's the bargain for us. Yeah, we can afford the 16. If you can afford the 16, you can probably afford the 20. So well, I can't imagine being on a 1200 foot, uh, ship. I mean, that's just, and very, very long and that big and 10,000 people. It's almost like it, when you start hearing all the stats, like I'm kind of fascinated by it on the concept of it and kind of hearing it described. And then you give me those stats of like how many people and everything. And I'm kind of like, oh, I'm kind of okay not going on there. Like it, it, it may be a little too nutty. Well, you know what? In reference to that, the haters have called it a monstrosity, a title <laughs> of decadence and 
the icon of disease. Oh my God! Well, well, getting COVID, I'm there, but you have so many places to go. What does it matter? That's and you that's that's now. why my bride is not a big cruise fan. Um, well, very interesting, um, and I'm sure that uh, Icon of the Seas is going to be a huge hit. Huge. Uh, do you think that the superboat, like the, the really, really big ship like this, is where cruising is going? Because it seems like mm-hmm. this is the only type of stuff that they make now. It's just bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I do, and there's a lot of focus, with with the exception of Virgin, because Virgin is 21 and over only, but that's a mega ship too. The focus is really, if you haven't noticed, on activity Keep the kids occupied. That's what they really, that's seriously where the focus is. And that's where the advent of all these things, the yeah. mini golf, the race cars, I mean, that's where it's all going for sure. All right. She's Linda. I'm Kevin. We're coming right back. Uh, Perillo pointers tonight on where to drink coffee. Stay with us. This is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala, Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. The holidays, visiting with family and friends this time of year can bring great joy and happiness, but for some people, it can bring stress, hypertension, and overeating, all of which can make your blood pressure skyrocket. High blood pressure is one of the world's leading risk factors for death and disability and often leads to stroke, heart attack, and kidney damage. That's why Ira Antilus developed 120 Life, a juice drink and powder that lowers your blood pressure naturally. I'm drinking it, and it's working. For those with diabetes, the powdered version is just one gram of sugar. If you suffer from high blood pressure around the holidays or whenever, give 120 Life a try. It's a fantastic alternative to pharmaceutical drugs. Order today at 120life.com. That's 120life.com. Use the coupon code Dennis at checkout to save 15%. 120life.com. Coupon code Dennis. Have a wonderful holiday season. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with absolutely every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and onto sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's 212-633-1231 or NewYorkCruises.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM970, The Answer. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. So good to have you with us. Uh, final few minutes of Travel Tuesday for this week and Linda Perillo. It's time for Perillo's Pointers. And um, this story freaked me out a little bit, I have to tell you. <laughs> well, it was a little gross, right? So, Kev, what's your preference for coffee? Are you a Starbucks guy, Dunkin' guy, what are you? Um, I drink a lot of Nespresso at home. We have the little, the little tiny little pods and I do the, either the espresso or the, or the, you know, the long pour of Americano, but that's what I have, you know, 90% of the time. 
So what they're saying is grab your coffee before you get on the plane and don't drink the coffee on the plane. And this is coming from a flight attendant. The worst part, he says, is that they have been directed to dump dirty coffee water. Where, Kev, did you read it? Over that clean toilet. Uh. Okay? And they've been directed to get the water close enough to the seat in the toilet so it doesn't splash all over the place. And they have a hard time cleaning these pots because there's backsplash from the latrine. All right? So that was enough for me to never drink coffee on a plane. Well, and to be honest with you, if we're just talking like pure health, like it's not that good to drink alcohol or caffeine in in the air. You should be drinking lots of water because you're good. Your body is being dehydrated at at the especially the high altitudes that they fly. You're you're being dehydrated somewhat quickly uh, in air travel. So if you drink a lot of alcohol, if you drink a lot of caffeine, you're just and, you know, ramping up that activity in your body. So uh, if you didn't need any reason to not have this gross reason to not drink the coffee on an airplane, um, now I'm going to have nightmares about it, uh, Linda, because I've had coffee probably on every flight that I've tra- taken in the last I 10 years really? I don't drink at some point in time. I love coffee outside. I love it in a cup ring. I never really drank it on a plane except if they served a meal, like if I had a nice seat in first class or something and it was served with dessert, whatever. Right, right, right. But it's part of the ambiance. But I don't ever ask for the coffee. And then they're so proud of themselves. Well, we serve Dunkin'. Well, we serve it at the yeah, same time. Exclu- I remember when United got the exclusive Starbucks uh, yeah. service, and they made such a big deal about it. They ran commercials on TV mm-hmm. uh, talking about the Starbucks coffee that they serve now. On but United. I don't think even Starbucks or Dunkin' could survive the, the latrine pour. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, <clears throat> Disgusting. Uh, uh, unpleasant, uh, for sure. Ooh. Well, yep. so what do you what do you like to consume when you're when you're traveling? Do you do you have a specific uh, beverage of choice? Sometimes I've gone for the Bloody Mary mix without the alcohol, like just because I like the spicy like tomato juice stuff. It's like a V8. You yeah, know, like that's fun, right? So a little black pepper in there wakes you up a little bit. I don't drink alcohol on the plane. I, I really don't, unless it's a glass of wine. Like I said, if we're in the fancy seats and you know, a glass of wine is served. Well, if you're doing the overnight flight, I, I'll I'll take a couple of something just yeah, to get absolutely. knocked out, and then. And you should, you know, it makes it enjoyable, right? It does make the flight enjoyable. And listen, Kev, we're down to the freaking bare minimum. It's like being in a barracks now with the plane. It's like, please, sir, I want some more. You asked for more nuts. <laughs> That'll be twenty eight ninety two. Thank you. <laughs> Are you paying with your credit card today? Yeah. What is that? Uh, well, uh, thank you, Linda. Great travel Tuesday as always. We'll talk to you again next week. And uh, friends, thank you for being with us uh, tomorrow night. We talk wellness. Stay here.